Lisa, why is my spouse still stuck in the trauma of my infidelity? Why can't they just move on from it? Why do we have to talk about it all the time? Why do I have to hear over and over again that I cheated or that I have to hear about the way I use pornography and how disgusting it made them feel? Why is it such an uphill battle to heal from this? Well, if you are the betrayer, today's episode is just for you. I want to talk to you a little bit about why it is so difficult for the one who's been betrayed to heal and what you can do to actually support them in their healing process. So stay tuned. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault. And this pain, it'll never go away. Until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. So today's episode is to the betrayer, the one who decided they were going to either utilize pornography, they were going to have an emotional affair or a sexual affair. You've betrayed your spouse. You chose someone else for a time being. You made the wrong choice and chose to go outside of your marriage for emotional support, for sexual gratification. And now you have a spouse who is traumatized, wounded at the deepest level possible, and you don't know what to do. You don't know how to fix them. You don't know how to fix the marriage. And you are frustrated. Well, I want you to know I know exactly how you feel. For those of you who have journeyed with me for any amount of time, you know that at the age of 25, I was the betrayer. I was the one who strayed in my marriage and I betrayed my ex-husband. This was by choice. And yes, at first I blamed the marriage. I blamed him. I blamed everything but taking responsibility 
for myself. I made sure that my circumstances were the blame. I made sure that others were the blame. Anybody but me. And most of the time, that's our default mode as the betrayer. Because we look at things like, well, I wasn't emotionally supported. I wasn't emotionally connected. My sexual needs weren't being fulfilled. We were arguing all the time. The marriage, we fell out of love. All of those things come into play. But at the end of the day, for those of us who choose to betray our spouse, it is a choice. And let's just be honest, let's be raw and real, and you know I don't hold that back. You know that I'm going to bring truth as it is. The truth is, it was our choice. It is our responsibility to walk in the responsibility of the poor choices that we made when we chose to stray from our marriage. This is something that is hard for us at some point because we look at all of the things that were wrong in our life and we seek to blame those things. But at the end of the day, there is something deep within us that we need to tap into. We need to tap into the real why as to what caused us to cross over our moral boundaries. What caused us to seek affection from another, to seek to connect emotionally with someone else, to utilize pornography as a sexual outlet instead of using a very healthy coping mechanism in place of it. There's usually something at a deeper level that we are dealing with as the one who is the betrayer that we really haven't figured out yet. And until we do, we leave ourselves vulnerable to falling back in to the same trap once again. You see, if we blame our marriage, if we blame poor communication skills, if we blame not receiving um, enough emotional connectivity or having our sexual needs met, then we are placing the responsibility upon our spouse. And what we're really saying at the end of the day is down the line, when we have problems again in the marriage, when we don't emotionally connect over a period of time, or if my spouse becomes ill and can't meet my sexual needs, then I have literally opened the door to do the same thing over again. Until we find out the root cause of why we are coping with certain things the way we are coping with them, in other words, choosing the modality of infidelity, then we are vulnerable to doing it again. So that's the first thing that I really want to bring to you today as the one who was the unfaithful in the relationship. It is worth you diving deep with a therapist, a trauma-informed or infidelity coach, therapist, trauma-informed therapist or coach, a CSAT, which is a sexual addiction therapist, someone who can help you really dive deep, pull back the layers of the onion, find out your own past traumas, your own woundedness, your own unhealthy coping coping mechanisms that have caused you to venture into infidelity or pornography use. Once you work with a specialist, someone who is trained in these things, you can find out what's truly at the core and you can set yourself up for success and really put in healthy boundaries, healthy parameters in your life 
so that you can now walk in integrity, rebuild your character, and really walk pure at heart because you've safeguarded yourself. You're doing the hard work. You're digging deep. So I would strongly urge you that that's the first stop for you. If you have been the unfaithful, then reach out to someone who understands infidelity, a trauma-informed coach, a trauma-informed specialist, right? A therapist, a counselor, someone who deals with this on a daily basis, who can work with you to figure this out. And if you need a good coach, below in the show notes, you can reach out to me and schedule your consult and we can see where we can take you in your own healing journey. Now, what can you do for your spouse if you are the unfaithful? Because the reality is this, when your spouse finds out about your infidelity, it is kind of like you backed up a dump truck right to them. And you unloaded all of the deceit, the lies, the infidelity, the sexual addiction, all the secret hidden life that you've been living, all of that trash, that dump stuff in the back of that dump truck, you've literally unloaded on your spouse. And where are they? They're buried underneath it all. And now they begin the journey of digging their way out of the trauma that has been heaped upon them. And yes, your infidelity has heaped trauma upon your spouse. This is just reality. This is a part of what you need to take responsibility for and you need to face to acknowledge and accept these things so that you, if you choose to stay in relationship with your spouse, you can help them through their journey. Because let's be honest, when D-Day happened, when it was discovered about your pornography use or your infidelity, you probably had a little bit of a sigh of relief. That's only natural because you've been carrying around this heavy load of infidelity, of a secret life. You've been living in this altered universe and it gets hard to carry on to separate lifestyles because they can eventually clash. And that's always in the back of your subconscious. Will my secret life ever be found out in my true life? And so your subconscious is always anxious about that. So the day of discovery for you can be a little bit of a sigh of relief. But for your spouse, it's a day of trauma. And for them, they need assistance to crawl out and to begin their journey of healing from everything that's just been dumped on them. So I want to give you a few ways today that you can actually support your spouse in their healing process to really give them something that they need. Now, you cannot fix them. Let me say that first and foremost. I know a lot of us are fixers, but you can't fix them and you can't fix the relationship. What you can do is work on your own recovery and support your spouse through theirs. So in order to do this, I have something called a support model that I utilize when I am coaching uh, the betrayed spouse, the one who was the unfaithful spouse, or when I'm working with the couple. 
and I use this as a great tool to help both parties, to help you, the unfaithful, recognize how you can respond to your partner when they're triggered when they're really dealing with a trauma response. And it helps you to know how to navigate that situation better. Again, you're not fixing them. You're supporting them through the process. It also helps the betrayed spouse to rebuild trust in you because you're actually doing something to support them, to assist them in their healing process. So this is actually what I call a support model. And for each of those letters in the word support, I have your action steps that you can take to help support your partner through their healing process. So grab a pen and paper, write this down. This is going to be really helpful for you. And I promise you, if you walk in this, this is going to help you heal. And it's also going to help your spouse heal. For the first one is the letter S in the word support. This one is stop and give them your undivided attention. Realize that your spouse who has been betrayed, they feel unseen and they feel unheard. They've lost their voice. They've been traumatized. They did not give consent to your infidelity. They feel out of control and they need someone to stop, and to just listen, to give them their undivided attention so that they feel seen and heard once again. They can feel valuable and worthy once again because, again, the infidelity steals their identity. It steals their safety, their security. It steals who they are at the core. It causes these limiting beliefs, body image issues, and the like. And by you stopping and just giving them their your undivided attention, this is a support that truly helps them in a moment of trauma response or when they are being triggered. Because you're listening. You are attentive. Look them in the eye and let them know, you have my attention. How can I support you? The next letter is you. Understand where they are coming from. In other words, listen and hear what they are saying. Now, the reason why I say listen and hear is because those are two different words. You can be in a large crowd and you can listen to everything going on around you, but not hear a word being said. And I know many of you understand what I'm saying by that. There's a lot of noise in society. There's a lot of noise when we have disruption and discord in our marriage. There's a lot of chatter that goes on because of woundedness. We need to stop. We need to understand where they're coming from, listen to what they're saying, and actually hear what they're saying. Now, how you can take this a step further is you can actually say to them, after you listen and after you actually, you press in and you have given them your undivided attention, your eye to eye, you're leaning in and you are hearing the actual words. You're hearing the feelings that are coming across, the emotions that are being expressed. And then you say, What I hear you saying is, and you verbalize back to them 
what you've just heard them say. Now, it doesn't have to be verbatim, and you might not get it 100% right, but what you've done by doing that is you've opened up the conversation to where now, if you didn't hear correctly, your spouse has the opportunity to look at you and say, no, that's not what I've said. Because a lot of times in the heat of the moment, they are saying words that are not matching up to what they truly feel. This helps them begin to articulate better what they are feeling. So when you say, this is what I hear you say, and they say, no, that's not exactly right, then you come back and say, well, can you repeat it one more time? Because I really want to hear you. And then give them the moment to say it again. And then repeat back, okay, this is what I'm hearing you say. And then all of a sudden, your spouse is like, exactly, that's what I said. And at that moment, they're feeling heard, which is a huge component in their healing process. This shows you are supporting them. This shows you are hearing them. And this is what they need in the moment. The letter P stands for provide empathy. In other words, really put yourself in their shoes. You can say things like, that, what you just said, that must feel awful. And I am so very sorry that I brought this upon you. I'm hearing you say that this is what I've done to you. This is what I made you feel. And I am so sorry that I have made you feel this way. I have stolen this from you. And I'm going to do this to make sure it doesn't happen again. And I will never do this to you again. This enables you to put yourself in their shoes. And this is what they're looking for. They want your empathy. They want you to understand the way they feel, the way they're thinking. And until you walk in their shoes... By supporting them, you're not going to. Now, the second letter P is to provide validation. That's where you say things like, it makes perfect sense that you feel that way. I understand that you feel that way because I'm gathering that when I did this, when I was unfaithful to you, this is what I stole from you. This is what you lost. This is what you're looking to gain again. Validate how they feel. Validate what they're going through. They need to be heard. Now, the letter O means openness. Be open and honest when they ask questions. Now, yes, they are going to ask you questions. It's just a given. They are looking and seeking for truth. So be honest. Don't sugarcoat it. I know many times when we're the unfaithful, we kind of take a step back and say, I'm not going to really answer their question honestly, because if I did, it would hurt them even more. Well, the truth is, if you don't answer honestly and it comes out later, then you are going to once again re-traumatize them and start the rebuilding of trust all over again. So it's better to be honest and open from the get-go when they ask questions. The letter R stands for remorse. This is where you demonstrate remorse and take full 100% responsibility for your actions. You're taking and making sure you're accountable for what you've done. You're saying, I take full responsibility. This was my fault. These were my poor choices. I 
am repenting of this. I am so very sorry. I am going to put myself in accountability. I'm going to go to group. I'm going to go and meet with a trauma coach, a CSAT, and I'm going to make sure that I set up healthy boundaries. This is my life in full transparency. Here's a transparency plan so that I will never do this to you again. I am so sorry. This is where you can go a step further and truly apologize. And I'm talking about the ultimate apology. Now, do you want to know what that is? Below in the show notes, I have linked that podcast of what a true apology is. Go listen to it after this podcast. It will help you tremendously to know how you really need to apologize to your spouse. Now, the last letter in support is T, and that one is touch. This is where you provide physical comfort if they are open to it. Now, let me say that again, if they are open to it. This is where you ask them first. You don't just reach out and touch them because they may be traumatized and they may not want physical touch right now. But you ask, is it okay if I hold your hand? Is it okay if I kiss you? May I hug you? By doing this, you are letting them know that you are respecting their physical boundaries, that you are respecting them enough to give them the space that they need, and you are going to support them while they are healing from the trauma that the betrayal has brought upon them. If you walk out this support model and engage what I have given you today, this is going to be so instrumental in the recovery of trauma for your spouse, and it is going to help you as well in your recovery because now you'll know how to respond healthier when they are triggered, when they are in a trauma response. You'll know how to kind of navigate the situation in a better way, and you both will come out healthier. So I hope that helped you today. Whether you were the unfaithful spouse listening or If you are the betrayed spouse, share this with your spouse. This is a great conversation starter, and it could really help you both in your healing journey. Now, I'd like to leave you with just one thing. For those of you who are the betrayed spouse, I want you to know that I am hosting a free workshop, a holiday Um, not just a holiday survival uh, workshop, but how to navigate the holidays and not just survive, but to thrive after betrayal trauma. And I am hosting this inside of my free sisterhood uh, Beauty Beyond Betrayal group in Facebook next Tuesday, November 7th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. How can you be a part of this free workshop? Below in the show notes, you'll find how you can join that group. Make sure you answer the questions so that you can be allowed in. This is our safety mechanism for our Facebook group. Make sure you answer those questions. Get inside the group and you can be a part of that workshop next Tuesday night, November 7th at 7 p.m. This is really going to help you to set boundaries, how you deal with in-laws, the children, how you deal with, you know, company parties, family parties, all the things of the holidays that can be overwhelming. I'm going to give you the tools that you need to thrive through the holidays. And I can't wait to see you there. Stay tuned for Friday's episode. I'm going to be bringing you some really great strategies, actually a few tips to navigate the holidays. Be blessed. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. 
I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.